what's up what's up committed society coming with another podcast and today is what is it is um january 21st 2019 um like i said we're gonna go ahead and continue with the book the finding of the third eye um hope but you know in the um in the grand scheme of things hopefully everybody's doing well um hopefully um you're doing great hopefully you're still committed to your life committed to society um when it comes to the world that we're living in now and all the depression that's going through and stuff like that um it's going to be a time where you just need to deactivate yourself and get away from things and hopefully you get away by listening to my podcast (laughs) the uh committed society podcast um so let's finish this book it's the finding of the third eye Um, This chapter is called The Science of Numbers. So like I said once before, this book was written a long time ago. So a lot of the wordings, we don't talk how they talk, how they used to talk back in the days. So just bear with me. Some of the words I can't pronounce because it's words that we don't really use. But um, maybe I'm just a bad reader out loud. However, let's go ahead. The Science of Numbers. The Finding of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder. And just to, to let you know, this book is very a very superficial book on many different metaphysics and knowledge to that extent when it comes to metaphysics and stuff like that. So it's very superficial. It, it just it doesn't go in debt into all the, the information and the sciences of nature. So just bear with me. Um, once we're done with this then we can go ahead and do our uh, regularly scheduled info as far as being committed to yourself and being committed to life. So, the science of numbers. The world is built up of thousands of differing rates of vibration. All these having their origin in the one original vibration of the mind of the creator or the sum essence of single number of the whole. We learn from the ancient teachings that the one original mighty creative power wishing to make further manifestations and to exercise his creative ability for a purpose which is beyond us to understand at present, divided himself by the power of the world into three, thus forming the great triangle which originated life and action as we know it. The triangle known as the father, mother, and son, or positive, negative, combustion or mercury sulfur and salt as we have seen has always been studied all over the world we begin therefore in the science with the number one the creator who divided into three into the act of creating the scientists which will describe the formation as polarity as skeropreneur put it i don't even know his name (laughs) Polarity or sundering of a force into two quantitatively different and opposed activities striving after reunion is a fundamental type of almost all the phenomenon of nature from the magnet and the crystal to man himself. The Hindus describe it thus Brahma that the world might be born, fell asunder into man and woman, became name and formed time and space. In the further definition of the origin of the solar system, we are told that the creator, a great white light divided into three, red, yellow, and blue, the primary colors which correspond with the primary notes of the scale C, E, and G. After the division in three, the second great division 
into seven took place and the seven spirits before the throne inhabiting the seven sacred planets of this solar system came into being. From the radiant from the radiated the seven colors of the spectrum there are also the seven notes of music and seven planes of matter seven days of the week the seven ages of man and his seven glands in fact as we have seen the tremendous scale of nature's vibration runs in the infinity of octaves of seven in history we can trace man's appreciation of the significance of numbers seven when we think of the seven days of creation seven cardinal virtues seven deadly sins seven wonders of the world seven towers of Constantinople, seven hills of Rome, seven plagues of Egypt, the seven branch candlestick, and the seven league boots. Seven, therefore, is the number of the conditions of man's physical existence upon the earth as it is present. But humanity is imperfect, unfinished, unevolved, so seven is not the final number. Mankind, as well as of nature, is to rise out of the imperfect state to become complete and creative and to develop the full quota of qualities and capacities which run to the finished number of 12. To this end, man has to evolve under the discipline of 12 signs of the zodiac as described in chapter 5. These signs circle around the sun and represent the 12 great lessons and qualities of living. We therefore find the number 12 playing a significant part in nature. Also, as we in mythology and history, we can at once call to mind the division at the 12 hours of the day and the 12 months of the year. There were also the 12 sons of Jacob, symbolizing the climax of the past period, and the 12 apostles representing the climax of the present era. When humanity has taken its degree into school earthly life and graduated through all the 12 great tests, becoming thereby masters of itself and all conditions and therefore creative, it turns back to the father as an entail of prodigal son. It has exhausted the possibilities of matter, has realize the illusion of the infinite division of nature and retraces the step back to the one original great white light of omniscience man has become one in understanding with the creator the the farther we go back in history the more profound seems the understanding of the definitions of life the ancients arrive at deep knowledge of astronomy astrology and the world history without apparently possessing any of our instruments of science we are told that they attained the knowledge through the subtler sense by meditation. They discovered many things above the formation, quality, and meaning of the universe which could not be expressed in words but only in numbers and symbols, and many of the vital truths of life are still only to be found in this way. Numbers or symbols plays a very large part in all the Bibles and sacred writings of ancients. We should gain much by being able to decipher them. Everyone who was allowed to study the mysteries with the learned priesthood of Egypt and Chaldea was initiated initiated into meanings of numbers and symbols. It is said that that first Moses and then Jesus studied in this way. Pythagoras studied thus with the priests for 25 years in Memphis, Memphis, Thebes, and Babylon, and as a result founded the famous school of philosophy. He called his pupils mathematicians he said gods geometries he studied the numerical relationships of all the phenomena of the universe and was able to finally to classify and sum them up numbers rule nature not only in the classification of objects but in periods of time the moon plays a large part in this moving in periods of four weeks or four sevens ruling women also these cycles and governing the tides and seasons fertility and growth The moon passes through one of the zodiacal signs every two hours. 
the earth herself moving on a grander scale passes through one of the great zodiacal signs every about every 2500 years certain influences are therefore radiated down to the earth by moon in miniature changing every two hours and by the sun in magnitude changing about every 2500 years the scientist or astrologer who can de decipher the lesser influence can be sure of the greater ones it was in this way that the ancient people were able to prophesy the trend of civilization and races 2,000 or 200,000 years ahead. Much of this knowledge is wrapped up in the mistranslated symbols of the revolution, revelations. It is therefore apparent that one way of learning many of the secret processes at work is the universe and in our own natures lies in the understanding of numbers and symbols. To do this, we must study the output of those early people and understand the foundation and origin of their knowledge and the way in which they were able to tap the universal mind. If a doctor knowing the periods of crisis and the duration of certain disease were to tell a company of microbes that just what would happen to them in three days time that would seem the impossible and wonderful feat of prophecies and microbes and that's the only life from a few minutes to a few hours the prophecies would apply to their far distant descendants in the dim nature of however the microbes themselves could train their mentalities and science has now proved that even a cell or a microbe has mentality. They could obtain telepathic contact with the mind of the doctor and themselves discover the ideas and knowledge of their future development. Mankind may be said to hear an analogous position to the microbes. We are little more than microbes upon the body of great beings with people we call the earth just as depends for our future health, comfort, peace, and the development even if our wisdom upon the well-being and cooperation of cells in our body. So we may imagine thus that being depend, depend upon us for his own progress and helping ourselves, we will help if we make progress. He is possible, possibly just as grateful to us as we are to our hands, eyes, or brains as they improve in the capacity to serve us all. Having visualized man as microbe upon the living body of the earth, let us go further. The sun is called the heart of the universe. Why? Because we are told it is great heart, the heart of being too vast for us to conceive of and whose structures are our earth plays the part of gland or organ. This gigantic being is he whom some of us call God, just as ourselves as vast, inscrutable, or knowing God to the little creatures which we know as the cells of our own bodies. In all reverence, we might try also to realize that the glorious being whose heart is the sun may also be worshiped and striving to reach a still mightier God, even further from our power to comprehend. So life repeats up and down the scale of size, forward and backwards. Upon the scale of time, periods, and cycles, it is only, it is only by having the clue to the octaves and their numbers that we are able to link up and connect and interpret the manifold different expressions of the few fundamental qualities of evolving creation. These hidden truths con constitute some of the mysteries which the initiates and adepts are able to reach one by one as they graduate upwards to the school of life taking one initiations after another. In, other day, in olden days, certain people were carefully selected to train to this end and temples, although now the road is open to all. Those early scholars realized that certain sounds linked them up with certain creative principles in nature and that every sound and quality had its number, which was the sum of, of its vibrations. The science of numbers or numerology has life much of ancient knowledge be, become through disuse, misunderstood, and the, and the base to the rank of superstition, it is only used now from the limited personal viewpoint. 
but even so can be both interesting and helpful. It is said that before birth, we are drawn to our names, birth dates, and parents by an, an irresistible affinity with these vibrations, which compose our own characters and aspirations, and that numerologist, by studying the former, is able to tell us that we are and wherein lie our potentiality, our hopes, and our hazards. Each letter and date represent a number. The right reading of these numbers will describe our character and type of life. Each number represents a planet, color, quality, and experience, and either is good, bad, or negative aspect. We can map out the life according to the relations in which all numbers are standing to each other. Those who believe in the science declare that it is extremely useful in the choosing of vocations and partnership that which is helped the handicap of incompatibility can be avoided. <clears throat> <clears throat> like everything else, it might be used with moderations and common sense and not in spirit of idle superstition. The famous American physician Dr. Abrams invented an apparatus which measures the vibration of all reactions of human body. He ascertained that every disease has its own numerical value and that the cure can also be determined by means of numbers. Much, of course, has to be learned and proved about this science, but here again, the fundamental importance of a number is brought to light. The meanings of primary numbers have been described throughout the ages as follows. The number one represents the first necess necessary qualities of evolving life. The pioneer fighting spirit, leadership, and force a person born on the first of any month would be given chances to exercise these qualities. The number two represents the second stage in many development nature. Sociability and includes affection and all the give and take qualities such as diplomacy and homemaking. The number three represents self-expression. Man has fought and made friends. Now he wants to give entertainment, beauty, and joy de vive, which with his birthday should not be expected to be very orderly or reliable. The number four stands for the solid framework of life. The foundation people attuned to this number will be called the backbone of the country. They are the patient's reliable plotters. The number five represents the five sense experiences. It gives travel, variety, and drama to life and progress. The number six represents family life, but on a much broader scale than the retiring number two. Six stands for guardianship, and when, when a man begins to sense his higher destiny and responsibilities to care for all family as well as his own and offer worldwide hospitality and help. The number seven represents the final turning of man inwards to the spiritual life, to the study of science and true discipline and organizations into the number of loneliness. And number eight, man having found his own soul and the power within him must turn to earth life once more and learn to combine the two. So eight gives power, organization, and constructive leadership backed by spiritual inspiration. The number nine represents the perfect and complete man who having fully developed himself must now forget himself to sacrifice and service. Here we have the great lover, humanitarian artist throughout this number beats and most high-powered of human vibration, which has been great force to be used for good or evil. To write all that is known about numbers with filled volumes, we have not space to do more than take this glance at the primary numbers. They, of course, each belong to their color, planet, and sound. When after some study it is seen how completely all these facets of life dovetail and fit into the places like an intricate, vast Chinese puzzle, it will be realized that these marvelous theories are too perfect and too near to truth that have been invented by the brains of human beings. This indeed is the reward of a study of these matters. A gradual realization of these amazing facts that there really is a whole universe of marvels and sublime promises for who's to see. 
The science of numbers is exhaustive, instructive, and useful if applied, with an honest desire for progress and understanding. Modern scientists are busily expressing their ancient beliefs in their own manner. They are measuring the vibrations of disease, of thoughts, of willpower, and of other activities and getting them all numbered. There are numerologists in their own way. Although they still turn their back rigidly upon the ancient scientists, nevertheless they are bringing to light one fundamental fact and that, that is everything exists through the formation of a different number and therefore that numbers must constitute a language, a key, and a clue to many secrets in life if we can learn to decipher them. There are, ve- are various systems of numerology, the shifting of the true from the false will do much to develop the student's own powers of deciphering numbers. There it goes, guys. That was chapter 11 of Finding of the Third Eye. Like I said, very simple book, uh, very superficial on the knowledge of self. Uh, and like I said, the reason why I'm reading it is just something just told me to read it. <laughs> so, The Finding of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder. Like I said, if you like this book you should get it amazon has it um it's on the metaphysics if you do got it um so go get the book and thank you for listening thank you for um taking your time out the day to to go ahead and and just keep listening thank you so much